It's Thursday, the 13th of May, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the federal budget gets a broad tick of approval, with business leaders exuberant about the tax cuts and spending. Plus, Commonwealth Bank announces a bumper March quarter profit, Australia agrees to buy 25 million jabs of the Moderna vaccine, and the value of Australian farmland surges. Our lead story today, the federal government's budget was generally well accepted yesterday. One complaint was about the level of spending. Given the improved fiscal position due to higher iron ore prices and lower unemployment, some analysts argued that the government didn't need to spend all the largesse. The bosses of the big four banks welcomed the budget, while other business leaders were generally happy. Jerry Harvey was typical, albeit more colourful, of leaders when he said, they've thrown a heap of money at us, I've never seen money thrown around like that. The key battleground out of the budget ahead of an election in the next 12 months will be tax cuts, with Treasurer Josh Frydenberg saying if Labor doesn't support proposed reductions, then it would leave middle-income earners hundreds of dollars a year worse off. The general sentiment post-budget was that domestic equities, and particularly cyclical stocks or those that do well in an upturn, would benefit most. That includes retailers like Westfarmers, JB Hi-Fi and Harvey Norman, as well as car retailers. So that's it for another year. I suspect it will be this Parliament's last budget before going to the polls. October-November seems to be one tip, otherwise next March. In overseas news, Wall Street fell for a third day running after figures showed inflation rose more than expected. The Consumer Price Index rose 0.8% last month, much higher than forecast and the fastest pace since 2008. There are fears that the data will cause the Federal Reserve to lift interest rates sooner than anticipated, and that caused the sell-off overnight. Asian markets remain nervous too. The Taiwanese market fell almost 9% yesterday, the biggest one-day drop in its 54-year history. Why? Because the bourse is tech-heavy, and tech stocks are on the nose globally, and COVID-19 is accelerating in Taiwan, and very few people have been vaccinated. The European Union has upgraded its economic forecast for the economic zone for the next two years. It expects the region will grow by around 4.3% in 2021 and slightly faster next year. The higher forecasts reflect the rollout of vaccinations and likelihood that lockdowns will ease. In the colonial pipeline in the US, that's the 5,500-mile-long pipeline that moved refined fuel around the east coast of the country and has been hacked, remains closed pushing petrol prices to their highest level in almost seven years. The pipeline has now been closed for six days and there are fears that service stations are about to run dry. That's the news from around the globe and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Commonwealth Bank yesterday reported a strong third quarter cash profit of $2.4 billion on the back of surging lending to business. CBA lent an extra $3 billion to businesses over the three months to the end of March, much better than the other banks. The bottom line was almost twice last year's third quarter, and the bank is in a strong capital position, triggering speculation it may return money to shareholders. The result was better than expected and triggered a 1% jump in Commonwealth share price. That was in stark contrast to Westpac, National Australia Bank and ANZ, which all closed lower. The Morrison government has acquired 25 million doses of the Moderna vaccine, with 10 million doses expected to be delivered this year. The pharmaceutical group said overnight that it was continuing discussions with Australia about establishing local manufacturing opportunities. 
The two-jab regime is being used extensively in Europe and the US and has an efficacy rate of 94%. Qantas said it doesn't expect to restart international travel until next year, with international borders not expected to be fully reopened until mid-2022. The federal budget offered little in the way of new support for the travel industry and worked on the basis that borders wouldn't open this year. The lack of support triggered an angry response from parts of the sector, with some CEOs saying the focus should now be on the vaccine rollout to allow travel to recommence. Building Products Group CSR said the detached housing market, as opposed to apartments, remained strong and renovations across the country continued to boom, so much so that there's a shortage of bricklayers and roof tilers and finding enough timber roofing frames was challenging. CSR announced a 17% jump in net profit yesterday for the 12 months to the end of March, even though revenue was down 4%. And the value of Australian farmland has jumped by 13% over the past year, on the back of stronger seasonal conditions, higher commodity prices and lower interest rates. Rural Bank Research said median price per hectare of farmland jumped for the seventh consecutive year in 2020. It was the best price growth in nearly 15 years. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.